Sierra. 81. Cabin crew, prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people! In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. How you doing? Live from our studio. 11.52, Thursday night. And now your host. I'm here just for you. Hi, this is Steve Webb, and this is Lifespring. And this is a very special edition of Lifespring because I promised you that I'd do it for you. Of course, Monday, late Monday, I put up a brand new Lifespring show, Lifespring Sunday, and I told you that it would be just one time on this feed and that I would be doing another Lifespring later on in the week. So, always being one to try to follow through with all my promises, we're here. So, when you hear this, it'll be Friday most likely. So I hope you're having a great Friday, the last day of the week. And so what I want to do right now is I want to get started with a brand new song. Well, it's new for us anyway, from a group right here in Riverside. This is Transic Vibe, and the song is Reverse Psychology.
Yeah, that's pretty good stuff from Riverside in California. That's Transic Vibe. They're right <laughs> from Riverside. Hey, they're in a bit of a runoff to see if they can be included in the lineup at the Cornerstone Music Festival in, in Illinois this summer. If you like their music, stop on by the show notes page for the link to go to help, uh, to help them by voting. All right, well, here we are, Thursday night for your Friday enjoyment. I'll be doing a uh, Lifespring Weez... Uh, <laughs> yes, it's late. I'll be doing a Lifespring Weekend music show tomorrow night. And I've really got some great music lined up for you, so don't miss that one. Uh, let's see here. If you are uh, here for the first time because you heard my comments to Adam Curry on the Charlie, Welcome. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you'll stick around for at least a couple of uh, episodes. Kick off your shoes, sit back, and just kind of relax. And uh, just a few things before we answer an Ask Steve question that was sent in a little over a week ago. The LifeSpring Family Forum has really taken off nicely. If you haven't been by there yet, check it out to see what people are talking about. So far, the thread with the most comments in it is about motorcycle riding. (laughs) Go figure. There's even a a picture there of my bike. Uh, Go by there, take a look at it. I think it's uh, kind of a good-looking motorcycle. You know, back uh, in the 60s, Arlo Guthrie had a song on his uh, Alice's Restaurant album, and it was called, let's see, I don't remember the name of it, but it went, um, I don't want a pickle, I just want to ride on my motorcycle fun song. Of course, I can't sing it, and I can't do any more than that because of the wonderfully uh, friendly organization known as the RIAA. Anyway, that's how that goes. Check out the uh, LifeSpring Family Forum. Uh, There's a link there to get to the forum on the show notes website at LifeSpringPodcast.com. And the Frapper Map is getting very close to having 100 pins on it. Woohoo! If you haven't pinned yourself on there yet, let's see if we can break 100 before the weekend is over, okay? We've got, like, I think 93 pins right now, at least last time I looked. So uh, go over there to the show notes page and uh, click on that link to the Frapper Map, and I'd like to see where you're at. Uh, You can even give me a little comment right there on the Frapper Map, and that would be kind of fun to see what you have to say. And so please do that. And also, if you just want to see uh, what's going on a little bit in my life, I put a couple of new pictures up on the Flickr site, and, oh, yeah, there's a link. <laughs> Where? LifespringPodcast.com. Go. 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 Daddy. Hi, GoDaddy's the source for domain names, you know. Web hosting and some fantastic tools for maximizing your internet presence, me bucko. Steve Webb has been a customer of GoDaddy for years, he has. And he's not made them walk the plank yet. And here be some good advice to ye. Use one of the Lifespring discount codes when you buy from GoDaddy. For instance, when you buy more than 30 doubloons, uh, dollars, for GoDaddy services, enter code LS2 and save $5. For all the codes, sail on by their show notes website at LifespringPodcast.com. Steve will be thanking you for the support. So why don't we get into the question of the day? A listener sent in, he said, Hello, Steve, I'm a frequent listener of LifeSpring, and I'd like to ask you something that has been bothering me. I I frequently struggle with the same type of sin over and over again. However, I've gotten to where after I stumble, I regret it instantly. 
So here's my question. Is it hypocritical to go to God and ask forgiveness right after you stumble with a sin you regularly have trouble with? You know, that is something that a lot of people struggle with or have struggled with. And um, I want to thank you for sending this question in. I'm not going to say your name, uh, but you know who you are. And it's a good question. And it's good because so many people do struggle with this issue. Um, As a matter of fact, you may know that uh, even some of the great men in the Bible had the same problems with sin. Listen to this. This is from the New Testament book of Romans, and it's written by guy by the name of Paul. Now, Paul, under the inspiration or under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, wrote much of the New Testament. All right. So he's no lightweight. Uh, this, this guy was uh, a real uh, godly man. But listen to this. Uh, this is from Romans uh, chapter 7, starting at verse 17. Paul says, I can anticipate the response that's coming. And here he's quoting their response. I know that all God's commands are spiritual, but I'm not. Isn't this also your experience? And Paul answers that. He says, yes, I'm full of myself. After all, I've spent a long time in sin's prison. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another, doing things I absolutely despise. So, If I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. And see, Paul right there is talking about the law or the Ten Commandments and the rest of the Old Testament is basically what he's talking about there. He continues here, he says, But I need something more. More of what? More of more than just the law. All right. He continues, he says, For if I know the law, but still can't keep it, and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. Does that sound familiar? Of course it does. He continues. He says, My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. It happens so regularly that it's predictable, Paul continues. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me up. I truly delight in God's commands, but it's pretty obvious that not all of me joins in that delight. Parts of me covertly rebel, and just when I least expect it, they take charge. I've tried everything, and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? Isn't that the real question, Paul asks? And then he answers it. He says, the answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He acted to set things right in this life of contradictions where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind, but am pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different. So that was Paul. Wow. It sounds like he really struggled with sin, just like you do. 
and just like I do. Now, before I get really far into the subject today, let me first highly suggest that you read completely through the New Testament book of Romans to get a great view of sin and how Jesus came to break the hold sin has on us. But I can't stop there because the podcast would be over, and I think maybe you want to hear more than just go read the Bible. Now, the truth is that that's the very best thing you can do to have victory over sin, but I am going to give you some some real concrete things to think about uh, in this uh, podcast today. But remember, uh, the book of Romans is really, really good. Uh, I read to you from chapter 7 of Romans right there. Chapter 8 gives you a great uh, response to that. But the entire book of Romans is really, really good. All right, some practical things. First, maybe I should define what sin is for you. Sin is nothing more than giving in to what you know is not God's best for you. Or to put it another way, it is making a decision to do that which you know is wrong. Listen, it's built into most every person to know what is right and what is wrong. In nearly every civilization that has ever existed, for example, murder has always been wrong. So has stealing, adultery, and all the other so-called big sins that you can think of. Well, why do you suppose that awareness is there? Well, it's because man is made in God's image. There is a part of us that understands and desires to know God. Often, we're unaware of it, but it's there. Now, being aware of right and wrong is not enough to be able to do the right thing. That's what Paul was saying in that scripture that I just read to you. In our natural state, our lifeline or our power supply to deal with sin is cut off, it's severed. You see, man, when left to himself, tends to sin. He just naturally leans that way. Did you ever notice that children don't need to be taught to lie? It's true. When my boys were small, it was amazing to me that lying came so easily to them. I would say something like, don't touch the cookies. And the, the later on, when I would come back and, and look in the cookie jar, I'd see that there was less cookies than there used to be. I'd say, did you take a cookie? And they'd say, no, daddy. <laughs> and they'd have cookie crumbs on their chin. Well, who taught them to lie? Nobody. We just lie. Now, here's the deal. The Bible teaches us that until we have a relationship with Jesus, we will never be able to control our sinful nature. Only Jesus can break the control of sin over you. He came to deliver from guilt and the power of sin. Now, here's where things are going to get a little bit uncomfortable for some of us. I don't mean for it to be, but I'm afraid it is probably just inevitable. Please stick with me, though, even if it gets hard to listen to, okay? Promise? Okay, here, here goes. When a person has recurring sin, the fault does not lie in the power of God. It lies in the disobedient person that refuses to do his will. Ouch. That hurt. But please keep listening. What I'd like to do here is to give some very practical, biblical ways that you can overcome sin. If you follow these guidelines, 
chances are very good that you will be able to overcome through the power of the blood of the Lamb. That means through the power of Jesus. He's the Lamb and He spilled His blood. Listen. Point number one. This is hard. When you sin, you do it because you want to. A lot of people say, the devil made me do it. That's wrong. The only thing that Satan can do is to tempt you in order to draw out the things in you that are already there that make you want to sin. In the Old Testament book of Jeremiah, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jesus himself talked about the heart in Matthew chapter 15 when he said, For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Hmm. You need to ask Jesus to search your inward parts and purge them from everything in you that is evil. Even then, you have to remember that your flesh will always war against the Spirit for control of your mind. You say you hate your sin? Really? I think you probably hate the guilt that you feel afterwards, but you don't hate the sin. If you hated the sin, you wouldn't do it. (laughs) I hate okra, and it has been decades since I ate it. It has not been decades since I sinned. Now that hurts. That's because sin is fun for a short season. So first admit that you really like doing the sin. Be honest about it. Then confess it to God. He already knows it. You're not hiding it. And he's not surprised. And then you do need to go to God and ask him to forgive you. 1 John 1.9 says that if you confess, he will forgive you. All right, so that's point number one. When you sin, you do it because you want to. Here's point number two. Every single time that you're tempted to sin, you have a decision to make. And there are basically two things. You can say, number one, I am going to do it. Or number two, I am not going to do it. That's the decision. Every time you're tempted, you have a decision. I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. It's your decision, nobody else's. Remember, temptation is not sin. It is what you do with temptation that determines sin or no sin. Dwell on it and you're playing with fire. That's when you are likely to give in. Listen to this from the New Testament book of James, first chapter. It says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, 
gives birth to death. Okay, so, number two, every single time you're tempted to sin, you have a decision to make. Number three, ask God to be with you at all times. And this is very important. Bless everything that you do. This is very important. Get in the habit of asking God's blessing on the different activities in your life. Every new activity you do, ask God to bless it. When you go from one activity to the next, say, all right, God, I'm done with this. Now I'm going on to that. Please bless this. When you feel tempted to sin, say out loud, Jesus, be lifted up and honored here. And then do what is right. Say that out loud. I doubt you'll feel much like continuing on in sin. Can you imagine you're about to sin and you say, Okay, Jesus, be lifted up and honored here. Not likely you're going to continue. You need to pray that God will help you to do this every day for everything that you do. If you can't ask God to bless it, it's probably a sin. Ask God to make it clear to you and to really give you a desire to follow His ways. Make it a conscious effort each day to do that and throughout the day. Okay? Number one was when you sin, you do it because you want to. Number two, every, every single time that you're tempted, you have a decision to make, yes or no. Number three, ask God to be with you and bless everything you do. And now, number four, very important, get rid of all things that cause you temptation. That means everything. Why play with fire? It's a foolish person that sees how close they can get to the edge of the cliff without falling off. Stay as far away from the source of temptation as you can. The Apostle Paul said, run away from temptation. That's great advice. Number five, if temptation comes upon you suddenly, you still have choices. Sometimes, I understand, sometimes things get thrown into our path. It's right, bam, there it is in your face. It's not our fault, but there it is. What do you do? Number one, pray that Jesus would be with you right now in a powerful way. Pray, stop and pray right there. Number two, physically leave the room and go around other people. Seek someone else out. When you're in the midst of temptation, get away from that temptation and go around other people. Be around other people. Number three, if you can't be around somebody else, phone somebody up. Call somebody. Everybody's got a cell phone nowadays. It's almost impossible to not be able to get in touch with somebody. Next thing to do, quote scripture out loud. Can't do that? Maybe you need to memorize some. Next, Sounds silly in today's modern and, and you know contemporary society, but rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. Say, Satan, you have no place here. In Jesus' name, get out of here and leave me alone. There's power in that if you use Jesus' name. Next, listen to your favorite praise and worship hymns. Yes, I know, sounds silly, 
But you see, the human mind can only dwell on one thing at a time, especially the male human mind. Seems like women have an easier time of multitasking, at least the lovely lady Leanne does. It's amazing. She can be talking to me and listening to the kids and paying attention to what's on television all at the same time. Blows me away. But listen, the point here is distract yourself from the thing that is tempting you. All right? So those were six points within point number five. Here's number six, and we're going to speed things up here. Number six, fill up your life by number one, sharing the gospel with people, and number two, using your spiritual gifts. Every believer has spiritual gifts, and every believer is called to share the good news of hope and love, or as I say here on the podcast, uh, the message of hope, love, and good news. We're all called to share that. See, the Christian life is not about warming a pew bench on Sundays. It's about serving God. So if you're doing that, you're going to have less time to be pulled into sin. Point number seven. Remember that we do have the victory through Jesus. Never forget that Jesus is powerful. If he could raise the dead, make the deaf to hear, heal the blind man and the leper, then he can handle our needs too. Number eight, we must discipline ourselves. Jesus said that if we want to be his disciples, we have to deny ourselves. Matthew chapter 16 says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. 1 Corinthians 9, 27 says, But I keep under my body and bring it unto submission, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. So both of those scriptures talked about disciplining oneself. Number nine, I've already mentioned this one time, memorize scripture. Spend time memorizing passages of scriptures that mean something to you. Fill your life up with scripture. There's been so many times in my life that I've been in a difficult time and a scripture will come into my mind. It is just perfect for the time. And that's because I have spent time um, putting that into my mind. It's an important thing to do. It'll help you. And then lastly, number 10, this is important, and it's very unpopular in some circles these days, but it is important. Go to church or become a part of a community of believers where you can share and have accountability. That's very important. Paul talked about the church, and he said that... um, we, we need each other. We're all a part of the body of Christ. All right, The church, and I'm not talking about the Catholic church or the Baptist church up the street. or the. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, 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 all the believers in the world that make up the church. Okay? We are the body. And every part of the body needs every other part of the body. I can't cut my finger off 
and expect it to live. You can't be cut off from the body and be expected to be healthy. We need each other. Become a part of a community of believers that, that uh, believes in the Bible, that believes in who Jesus is, that he's the Son of God, born of a virgin, that he lived a perfect, sinless life, that he died on the cross, and that his life took, my, took the place of my life. His death took the place of my death. Why do, I, why do I need to die? Because of the sin we've been talking about. The Bible says that sin causes spiritual death. And that because of that sin, I will be eternally separated from God. Jesus paid the price. Jesus died the death that I should have died. And because he lived a perfect life, he's able to substitute his life for mine. And then he offers to me forgiveness. It's a free gift. I don't have any I don't have to do anything to earn it, to deserve it. I can't. There's nothing I can do to deserve it. Jesus offers that gift to me as an absolutely free gift. The only thing that I have to do is accept it. Ask him to forgive me. Turn from my sins. So, in conclusion, we are here to bring honor to God. We're not here for our own enjoyment. The Bible says that when we accept the gift of eternal life, and forgiveness that Jesus offers, we are no longer our own, but that we are bought with the price of his blood. He gave his own life's blood for us. How can we then insist on doing our own thing? It is a decision. If we are truly believers, we do have a choice. The next time you're tempted, say out loud either, I am choosing to follow my flesh and I don't care about the suffering that Jesus did for me. Say that out loud. Or say this, I will honor what Jesus did for me and I will not do this thing. I choose to be clean and free of the guilt that Satan wants to put me under.
All right, that was Susan Gray with Clean Again. Thank you, Susan, for that. What a beautiful song. And thank you, Susan, for being my friend. All right, well, show notes are at lifespringpodcast.com. Go check them out. Don't forget the brand new forum. Go on over there and start a conversation. Now, you can write to me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or call me on the comment line at 206-350-CALL. Music today was Transit Vibe, Susan Gray, and background music was Rob Coslow. Check out all the music links and scripture references at lifespringpodcast.com. Remember, Jesus said, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. You see, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Life Spring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host, and I'll be talking to you tomorrow with the next LifeSpring Weekend Music Show. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight. <laughs>